0: I'm Anna and I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian
1: Podcast. Hello. Good morning. Happy Tuesday.
0: I was like, why are you saying good morning, Anna? It's not the morning. Of course, it is the morning for our listeners. Um, Mm -hmm. We hope you're having a nice Tuesday morning. I hope the sun's shining. I don't know why. Normally, I'm so aware that everyone's listening on a Tuesday, but for some reason today, it's a Sunday evening and I just feel very strange about the fact that I don't know, it's disconcerting. I
1: don't know what's happening. I think today. it's because we usually film Film? We're not <laughs> filming a thing here. I think it's because we usually record on the Monday. So it feels yeah, like in our yeah, head yeah. it's a Monday.
0: Yeah, that's how I am. Oh, anyway. And so I think the summer is doing it to us. The summer you get so lost. Do you know what weeks? I was uploading the podcast last week's episode. If you've not listened to it, you can um catch up on that. But I was when I was like uploading it I can't remember what the number was but it's like 20 something so we've been doing this podcast. What are you talking about? Oh sorry the podcast number I think we're on 20 something and I actually can't believe how long we've been doing this for.
1: I know and we've gone through a lot of topics now.
0: Yeah and yeah I think they've been fun.
1: We've both had quite busy weeks we've spent a lot of time together actually but what have you been up to Zoe?
0: I have been mostly at work and in the library doing my dissertation. I feel like I made a proper breakthrough with my dissertation this week, which was... What? (laughs) You I was saying you made a breakthrough. Sounds like some major gossip or something, like, Um, what's your big breakthrough? No, I just, I've been managing to write it a bit easier and I'm now on 12,000 words and 103 footnotes, which just seems a bit ridiculous. But yeah, I'm definitely getting there. And other than that, I've just been doing church work. We've been planning a Kayleigh. I'm so excited. I don't think
1: well. We had a Kayleigh for your wedding celebration, mm-hmm. but There's not been many post COVID Kayleys. No,
0: but it's our tenth anniversary as a church, so we've got a Kayleigh The Northern Reels Kaylee band. If you've not heard of them, they're great. How long have they been going for now? I actually have no idea, but they're very good. Hazel, who was on a few weeks ago, oh. actually. Um, it's her Kayleigh van, so they're coming to do that. And yeah, if you're in Aberdeen on the 3rd of September, you're very welcome to come to our 10th anniversary Kayleigh at the church. We can hijack it as our launch party, Anna.
1: Oh, we could? <laughs> a live Christian podcast yeah.
0: episode at the Kayleigh. I'll take over.
1: No. We're actually planning a the proper yeah. launch party yeah we
0: have ideas we've got great ideas yeah, we'll get that sorted but yeah that's been my week what have you been up to Anna?
1: well I've just seen you all week I think like we've had you and mum I feel like I've seen you and mum every day this week
0: and we, I've not seen you since like
1: since this morning
0: yeah we had a five
1: hour gap have between seeing each other but we painted my study pink I think we maybe potentially spoke about this in the last episode but our house maybe not Our house is very like greens and blues and yellows like all kind of colours that me and Matthew both really like and I just wanted a study that feels like my space like I can walk in every day and be like oh like time to work and I'm in a space that I love so we painted it all pink pink and white it's not like it's not like bright barbie pink like it's a dusty rose
0: it is gorgeous and I think it will be very, very nice. But you and mum
1: helped paint it all.
0: Yeah, we did. But we're actually sometimes it is good to have change and that's what we sort of wanted to talk about on today's podcast was just the sort of idea of um, being content with where you are but also knowing when it's time to make a change, whether that's a small change like painting your study pink or bigger changes.
1: Because Zoe's hopefully got a big change coming soon. Yeah,
0: so we are well. I mean, things are busy in general with me away to start a PhD, and we're also hoping. To, well, we are moving house. Hopefully in October, we're moving to a place closer to Anna. It's like five minutes from where Anna lives. It's a twenty-eight minute walk from door to door. Yes, I think or four minute drive. <laughs> um. But yeah, we're just. It's very exciting because we've been a bit fed up with our flat. Like, we're in a two-bedroom flat that's on ground floor. And if you know me, you've probably heard me moaning about our flat and just how dark it is. Like, currently, we're looking out at a brick wall with some weeds on top of it. I would call it vegetation. Weeds. It's it's green enough. It's weeds. Um, Occasionally, you see the sky if you lie at a certain point in living. But anyway, we find it just... I in particular find it quite sad, like it makes me a wee bit sad when Mm. I can't see the sky. But we've been here for a year and it's been a great flat and it's amazingly like cheap rent, but it's time for us to move and it's a really good change. And how
1: did you know it was time to move? Like, why did you know it was time to move out of Aberdeen and into the countryside a bit further away from where you are right now
0: I mean a huge part of it I won't go into the situation but it's a very good situation for us that is a massive blessing and means that we're going to be more financially stable while I do my PhD yeah so that's been a huge part but I think also just feeling like I suppose a lot of my friends are moving on right and while I still have um friends in Aberdeen and we might eventually move back into the city I do sort of feel like i need a wee change really that's funny why do you think you need a change what makes you feel that way I suppose like for the last what five years I've lived in this area in Aberdeen and I felt like even although this isn't a student flat like it's all our own furniture it still feels like I mean it's a budget flat like it's cheap it's not very like it's fine it does the job um and I'm just I mean I know like we wouldn't the house we're moving into is much nicer than what mm-hmm. we would really be able to get, um, if it wasn't for a very great situation. But um, yeah, I think I'm just like excited to sort of, I don't know, have an adult home. <laughs> just, like have a change, though, especially when people are moving away. Um, how do you feel about that moving away? When
1: obviously you'll have me close by, but you will lose a lot of your friends being round the corner.
0: Well. I mean, the friends who are around the corner are leaving anyway, and this is like what we were saying, a few of my friends, my other friends, they live maybe like a 20 minute walk away anyway, so by the time you drive out, it's not actually that different, but yeah, we might move back in eventually, but for now it's just a really great change, but also it's frustrating because we're here now and I would like Mm -hmm. happily move tomorrow, but also I just need to like learn to be content with the wait as well, I guess. So when are you, you're hopefully
1: moving in a couple months'
0: time, but is it, like, do you
1: just have that feeling that you, like, no, it's not too long, but it's still just that
0: waiting period? Yeah, do you know what I think it is? I think I get very unsettled very easily. I I think it's mum I learned this from. Like, (laughs) when we were away to move from Kilmarnock, like, when mum and dad were moving from Kilmarnock up to Strickland in Aberdeenshire, like, mum was packing boxes months before we were even leaving, and I think I get from that, like, as soon as I know I'm leaving I'm not settled right um and then I'm just like like I was away honestly Anna I almost bought a laundry basket for the new house <laughs> I was like okay. I can't be buying a laundry basket when I'm still Things got like, three, three months left here or something
1: do you think you're learning much though in this sort of period of waiting and a little bit unsettled and and sort of anticipation for the future, but not 100% knowing how it's all going to go.
0: I suppose probably two things, like, enjoying where I am now. Like, at the end of the day, like, I'm a five-minute walk from the library, which means I can just, like, walk in for, like, nine every morning yeah. and come home and not be, like, it's not that far to go. So I suppose, like, yeah. being happy and, like, still being round the corner from my, like, well, one of them's already gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them has left already is probably listening. One of your best friends. Um, but yeah, like one of the others is already, like she's still living around the corner for a while. So I suppose just being like happy with where I'm at. Um, Again, like church, I'm so close to church, I can just pop down if I need anything um, done or sorted. But I think also just like probably learning as well, to, like, trust God's timing. Although right. I'm saying that, I'm not saying I'm doing that because I'm probably not, but actually trusting, okay, like, we're here, like, this is where God has us at the moment. And it means, like, over-spiritualise that, but it's true. Like, this is where we are, this is where God wants us to be at the moment until mm-hmm. we get into the new house. So, like, not to sort of wish away that, I guess, or, like, um, waste the time that we're still in Aberdeen.
1: Yeah. And I do think that it's a really interesting concept of Staying where God's put you until it's time to leave Mm -hmm. and being content where God's put you until it's time to go. And I think it can often be difficult. It can be difficult to know should I stay, should I stay, or (laughs) should should I I go? go? (laughs) We've had uh, Stranger (laughs) Things fans in there. But yeah, I think it can sometimes be difficult to know. But I think God does make it clear when the situation is right. So for example, with Pitmed and like me and Matthew. I mean we're very content in Pitmed in anyway, we love it. Our house our house in all honesty is like it's very small and it's great for us. We're so so fortunate to have it as a first home and we got it for a really good price from amazing circumstances and God had so clearly led us to that house. Ideally we would like something bigger, but I think it's taken time but we've actually become very content in the small house that we've got. I mean it's not dra- it's not as small as your flat like it's really not drastic but I think it's really it, that really got us thinking about well God has called us to put meds and he's like we've been so fortunate with the lifestyle that we've got there like living in the countryside and we love it and actually God I think when we were talking about we were sort of saying oh like should we start looking for bigger houses where else should we have a look should we look in sort of a little bit further afield. And we actually really strongly felt God saying, like, stay in Pythmedon. And I think it was just both of us had that sense that we're... I can't put our finger on how, but it was like we both just had this sense that it's like God was like, stay in Pythmedon, pray for Pythmedon. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it, it's that small voice and that when we both had the same feeling... Yeah. it's not. It's not even necessarily, like anything blocking us moving or like yeah. any clear signs like do not move but it's like it just that sense that it's the right thing and I think that is biblical as well I think yeah. that God does put us in places I do think the thing with that though and what I've just said is that sometimes God also like we're obviously in a very enjoyable situation mm. we're in a nice place it's not painful to stay in a- <laughs> it's really not painful yeah. to still be in a nice house with two lovely dogs in a nice environment but there have been times in my life and probably in everyone's lives where God has called us to be in a, like God's called us to stay in certain places for a period of time that maybe aren't the easiest, whether that's your living circumstance, your working circumstance, and actually, yet yeah, a lot of the time we can move out of these difficult situations, but God does call us into them for at least a certain period of time and until you're called out of those situations he does want you to do does that make sense what yeah no, that
0: makes sense i think it's it reminds me of the story of joseph in the bible obviously mm-hmm. like most of us don't have as bad situations as him but like you no, know, he was um in slavery and then um like sold in slavery by his brothers and then he ends up in very various positions, like he gets promoted and then he ends up in a really good situation. Wait, but you then... missed out on being in prison. No, that's after I'm getting oh, there. Oh, okay. He ends up. he ends up in the house. Here's and then me. there's a whole pot for his wife situation. Alright. Oh, if you don't know the story, you just need to go watch Joseph King of Dreams or Joseph and the Tetra Dream Quote by Andrew Lloyd Webber and then you'll get the story. Basically it ends up in like and then eventually like so he's in a fairly good position and then he ends up in prison for like oh, mum's trying to vote us, standard uh, interruption. Um, Yeah, he ends up in prison for a while, and then he gets out of it, and then eventually he becomes really, really high up. But it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes he was in good situations, and sometimes he wasn't, but he was faithful to God and where God had put him. Yes. Um,
1: And he didn't, for example, like, in some of the harder times, I mean, I guess in prison you don't really have a choice, you can't move, but, like, yeah. in the hard... Or, in the different periods of time throughout his life, until God moved him, he did stay. Yeah. And I do think God does make it clear when we are to move. Yeah. But, and I think God will never put us in situations that are too hard to cope with. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, as well, I think that sometimes we can be in difficult situations and we're trying to stick it out or people are advising that we stick it out and sometimes actually just what's what you need to do is leave. But with that, I think you do need to take time over these decisions, yeah. you need to look at them with prayer, you need to discuss them with people you trust.
0: And yeah can... I think the people you trust is key because you need to speak to wise people, you know everyone will I remember, someone said that like, everyone will have an opinion about what you should do but there's only a few people that you should listen to and I think like like you and Matthew have that feeling that you need to stay and put med in and I think that's such a key is that both of you have that and that yeah. almost says that it's the right thing that's where we are
1: to be and whether we get a house in future in put meds in or elsewhere I think it'll be made clear
0: mm-hmm. but I think as well sometimes we can also if we're not happy somewhere we then like try and make it work to leave like one example I can think of is that in my life is um mm-hmm. when I was in fifth year of school I was very very unhappy and mm-hmm. I didn't really have great friends in school like I think I've said that before mm-hmm. um and like I just I was genuinely really unhappy and I just really wanted to leave and I kept trying like you had been on a gap year so I was like right I'll just do what Anna did leave at the end of fifth year and go on a gap year but uh, gap yeah <laughs> <laughs> like nothing I kept like pushing doors of places to go and nothing was working and I was like desperately trying to make this work to leave mm-hmm. and then eventually I think like i I can't, like, there was weird things like I'm pretty sure I filled out an application to do the same gap year yeah. that you did and then like I accidentally deleted it or something oh. like there were things like that that happened that I was like and then eventually I just ended up staying for a sixth year and that was probably like one of the best decisions I've ever made because I did make friends that year I did my advanced higher English which I loved I did my music which like I got more confident in and then when I went to uni I was ready yeah, And I had qualifications and I had like time to apply for things. And I think that, for me, is a good example of when I really tried to make it work, but it's not been the right thing.
1: And I suppose that's where the key in what you're saying there is you tried pushing different doors and nothing opened. Yeah. And that's where, again, like if you're unsure on something, for instance, if you're in a job that you're not happy with and you don't know whether to stay or leave or not, there's no harm in putting out applications to see yeah. what... Like, if you're really unsure and can't decide, there's no harm in putting out job applications and seeing what you get, see what comes
0: up. That's so true. Like, you're not dishonouring God by acting. Yeah. Like, sometimes you actually yeah. need to do something in order for God to say no or say yes. Yeah. Like, I suppose you also risk, in these kind of situations, just sitting around waiting for a feeling or a voice from heaven... Yeah. Where sometimes like it isn't actually clear. You just need to sort of see what happens and push things and see what you get. And
1: I do think that uh, it's fu- it's funny because we actually hadn't discussed that yeah. before the podcast. But it's funny as we discuss <laughs> as we sort of unpack these conversations, happens, <laughs> delve into it, these new thoughts come up. And I actually think that's even more important than some of the things we had said about yeah. kind of. I think I think there's a balance, and it very much depends on your situation, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: like you need to get the balance between actually like listening to God yeah. and waiting on God and praying over it and taking advice from others. But then you also got... I mean, God created us with brains; He created us with an ability to work things out for ourselves to an extent. So sometimes you need to actually act, but also be faithful and listen to God in the process of that. Yeah,
1: I think that is the key. And there are actually so many Bible stories throughout... Old Testament and New Testament, I think, where people sort of push doors and see where God leads them. I'm just, even off the top of my head, I'm thinking about the story of, like, Esther. And she, I mean, it's a long story that you can read yourselves or might know yourselves, but she ended up in a position of really great power where Mm -hmm. she could use her influence and her authority to be a voice for God. And, I mean, there is the verse in there, you were put here for such a time as this.
0: But I think as well, like, you're so on it with the story of Esther, you know, she could have complained about where she was Mm -hmm. at, she could have just sat around and, like, um, enjoyed being in that position or, like, complained about when it was difficult because she was a Jew in a place where there was hostility towards Jews, but she didn't, and she also acted when it was right. Also, like, Esther's the only book of the Bible where God isn't mentioned, but it's clear that he's working behind the scenes. Yeah. So I think as well, just with that, you know, like, Esther she acted and she did things when it was right. She didn't just sit around. And, like, we don't know all the ins and outs. Maybe she did hear clearly from God, but what we get is she hears from her... Is it her uncle? Yes. Clearly yeah. we don't know her <laughs> well enough. But, like, I guess it's just that idea of... Again, obviously, the Bible stories are very, very different situations to a lot of our kind of modern-day situations. But I think quite often we can sort of sit around and also complain about things... If yeah. we're not hearing from God, be like, I'm just going to wait around and not take action and, like, hope that some... Hope that like, God makes... Like, hope that God just provides me with a yeah. answer without
1: doing, actually really trying. Yeah, and
0: sometimes that happens, but sometimes you do just need to... I mean, this is really harsh, but sometimes you do just need to get a grip and, like, make decisions and do something.
1: And, yeah, as we've spoken about now god will open the doors that are right and shut yeah. the doors that aren't and, and i do think like as we said there are definitely times where god presents opportunities right in front of us
0: yeah
1: and it's like so, like for instance your housing and yeah like the new home that's been an amazing opportunity and such a clear blessing from god yeah that's presented itself to you oh that's a boy's home and that's amazing, that's great, but that doesn't that's not always how God works. And sometimes actually there's a lot of learning in the pushing the different doors. We, yeah. There's a lot
0: we can yeah, there's a lot we can learn amongst yeah. that I think. Like God wants us to grow through taking initiative ourselves. And yeah. yeah. But I think that there's definitely
1: a lot in there and as we've said, I think what's right for one person might be so different for someone else, someone else. And that's where you really need to approach every situation. With prayer, with thought, but also with initiative and with action. Yeah. And God's given us, God's given us personalities, mm. minds, abilities, and we need to use them and use them for Him and use them with discernment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's four all hyped up now that the boys are back. And um, we just wanted to finish with a blessing. Um, actually, just to say to everyone. So it's from um 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14 may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all
1: and I think as well just to finish up that's actually probably been quite a heavy topic for some people and probably quite relevant as we sort of start a new mm-hmm. a new academic year people moving after the summer if anyone does ever want like to chat to us or want to pray want us to pray about anything our our dms are open (laughs)
0: no. but but, it's true we're always up for a chat and
1: if and you know what like give us a message if there's anything that we can pray about for you we'd love to pray for you and yeah just support you how we can and Mm. so give us a
0: message our instagram is at that christian podcast And just to clarify, like if you do want to come it will be confidential. We won't go saying, Oh, someone sent us this prayer request. Um but yeah. Yeah, I mean that's always in contact. And
1: thank you as well to our supporters on the Buy Me a Coffee. If you would like to help with the running costs of the podcast at all, the link will be in the description and that just helps us with the monthly costs that we have to pay and saving up for a new microphone as well.
0: Sorry, I'm just laughing. Flora's got herself stuck behind the guitars.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll go save Flora. We hope you have a great week. Oh, hi Flora. (gasps) Bye everyone.